At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Welcome back to the Lombardi line on a Tuesday, hour number two with Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you. And it's time to get to the baseball card onto the diamonds, Mr. Reynolds. And we will start with your Cincinnati Reds who have been in a little bit of a struggle lately. They'll be in the nation's capital to take on the Nationals today. 405 Pacific, 705 Eastern Tyler Molly versus Max Scherzer. And Washington is three games below 500, but they've won three in a row and they're just two games back in the very crowded National League East. Cincinnati, they have won just three of their last 10, and they're big underdogs on the road today, plus 150 and a total of seven and a half. Tyler Malley's been okay this year, 420 ERA, 387 on the XFIP, so at least a little bit to the good there on that side. Max Scherzer, 224, 308. It's amazing. Max Scherzer's still striking guys out at this age, I believe now 36 years old and still getting double-digit strikeout outings. Uh, I still think that this is too big of a price on the Nationals. I don't really have any interest in the Reds here in the spot because they have been very much struggling, but maybe going on the road is is going to be a good thing for these guys to get started. But the Nats very inconsistent at the plate, so this is one I'm going to leave alone. Just on the number, 
And if the number continues to rise, I may take a stab at the Reds here. I just think that this number is a little bit too high, despite the fact that Scherzer's on the mound. He doesn't always get the run support here. So small lean to Cincinnati. If this keeps rising, I will take a poke with them. I did take Max Scherzer on the overnight. I think it was about minus 170, minus 175. I've been winning money with him. I mean, Mm -hmm. he's been doing very well for the Nationals. And I understand the reason for the move, but now you're seeing 190. Yeah, getting big. And even above that, that is a big number for a Nats team whose bats have been very much hit or miss to start the season. We talked about this one a little bit with Will Hill in the segment prior, the Blue Jays at the Yankees, and it'll be Steven Matz versus Corey Kluber. Kluber, of course, coming off of the no-no, and normally that would be a fade situation for me, but not today. I'm going to ride that train that is the red-hot New York Yankees. They've won six in a row and eight out of their last ten. Toronto has dropped six in a row. They're a plus 145 dog today in the Bronx, nine for your total. The way I may play this is the way Will played this, actually, and take the run and a half with the Toronto Blue Jays here. Because if you look, this is the spot to really go against a guy off a no-hitter, that Mm -hmm. being Kluber, but the market's not doing so. One of the reasons why, I think, is because Steven Matz and his time between the Mets and the Blue Jays, the Yankees have really hit this guy well, and the Yankees historically hit lefties pretty darn well. Yankees 341 against Steven Matz for his career, 454 in terms of the weighted on-base average the Orwaba. DJ LeMahieu, for his part, is the real standout. He's hit 600 against Steven Matz. So we'll see if Matz can get to that form. Remember, he started out the season very hot, but has since regressed a little bit over time. Now, he still has a 368 on the XFIP, 469 on the ERA. So maybe he's going to get positive regression. Obviously, with the Yankees, even though Chapman did blow that save on Sunday against the White Sox, they eventually got that win and the walk-off in the bottom of the ninth. But You've got a Yankees bullpen that is the best in baseball. And now they have a day's rest, so this is a good spot for them. So I think all of those factors I just mentioned is really why you're seeing the money for the Yankees. I think this might have been a dollar fifty in the overnight. Now you're seeing as high as a dollar seventy-five. So Yankees getting the support because I think everybody knows about the fade off the no-hitter sure, spot. Sure. And this is still moved twenty-five cents here. Now, now at this point, if you got the opener, I think good on you. You're going to beat the market, and that's what you want to do more often than not long term. You're going to win more money and you lose. But now at this standpoint, if you're laying it, I think at $1.75, $1.80 in that range, I think that that's a little high. But I don't know if I've got the stomach necessarily to go ahead and bet the Blue Jays outright on the money line. But I think the run line, getting a run and a half minus $1.25, $1.20-ish, I think would probably be the way to go and the way I'm going to go. I did jump on the Yanks last night. I think I laid about minus 155-ish. So mm-hmm. pretty good number there. And uh, I'll go against my usual trend of uh, fading a guy off a no-no. But uh, I think this Yanks team is really on a roll right now. I think it's said a lot when they swept the Chicago White Sox. You know, and they're still the favorite to win this division, and that's probably where I'd be headed. We were talking about that with Josh Applebaum on Monday, about minus 115 to still win the American League East. The Rockies at the Mets, Kyle Freeland versus Jacob DeGrom. And DeGrom, of course, coming off of the injured list, and this is another typical fade situation, I believe, for both you and I, Wes, when a pitcher just returns to action after being on the injured list. You go against them here, and if you want to do that with Colorado, 
Colorado, who a team that has won four straight. You can get better than two to one on the rocks on the money line tonight, plus 210 here at BetMGM. And look at this total down to six with DeGrom on the hill. Rockies only got their third win of the season on the road last night <laughs> against the New York Mets. Uh, went ahead and got that win. Gomber over Peterson. And McMahon and Elias Diaz each had a home run last night. Mets only had four hits. Uh, both their runs were off the lawn ball from James McCann and Brandon Drury. Now you're getting DeGrom back. He did go down to Port St. Lucie and got the rehab starts. And uh, and uh, it was funny. I think it was the uh, Cardinals team. I forget the name of the city, but they're like, oh, now Jacob DeGrom gets run support down here in Port <laughs> St. Lucie. Uh, it was the uh, Cardinals uh, affiliate down there in Florida. So. I think that's the Memphis Redbirds. Yeah, well, it was down in Florida. I can't remember the city, but I saw the tweet and it gave me a little bit of a chuckle. Now, there he DeGrom's returning against the Rockies lineup that obviously not very good on the road. Only three wins so far this year. Also has struggled against right-handed pitching. 292 weighted on base average. That's seventh worst in all of baseball. Now, we're going to see how long DeGrom can go tonight, if he goes the full six or maybe if they're a little bit more less judicious with his pitch count and he only goes four innings. Mets uh, bullpen by the numbers, 143 and two-thirds innings this year, 317 fielding independent. That's been the best in all of Major League Baseball this year. And and obviously, it's tough because you got two starters coming back from injury. Kyle Freeland missed two months with a shoulder strain. So he did improve from last year over the previous season. And he's getting a Mets team that doesn't necessarily hit lefties very well. 304 in the weighted on-base average so far this season. So I don't think Kyle Freeland, though, is going to really go deep into this game. I mean, I don't see him going really even into the fifth inning and that Rockies bullpen that they're going to have to turn the ball over to is not very good. So this is likely going to be a stay away for me. Maybe you look at over the total. If DeGrom's going to be in a pitch count and Freeland's going to be an early exit, I mean, that total's very it, low. It is, it is down to six right now. And then you look at the first five, that is now three juice to the over at about minus 115. So maybe these guys get into the fifth inning, but I don't see them going any farther than that. So so could be a spot maybe if you're watching this game or following along on the in play to maybe in play and over where you might have one nothing in the bottom of the fourth inning or something like that. The Orioles are at the Twins, 440 Pacific, 740 Eastern. It'll be Dean Kramer facing Jose Barrios. Baltimore has now dropped seven straight. The Twins have won two in a row. This is the battle of the cellar dwellers here, Wes. And Minnesota, a big favorite, minus 200 on the money line. And and a total now that has ticked up to nine and a half. And Dean Kramer has not been very good this year. Just does not have the stuff, I think, to really pitch very long-term at, at this level. That being said, an 1829 Minnesota Twins team, you're laying 205 with the Minnesota <laughs> Twins. Now, Barrios' numbers should regress a little bit to the positive. 391 on the ERA, 331 on the XFIP. So... The, the the money, I think, is rightly placed in terms of moving to the twin side. I wouldn't want any part of Baltimore, but the only way I'm going to get involved at this, I'm not going to play it in just a straight bet. This may be like a two-team money line parlay or something where I put the twins with somebody else. Maybe I can do a cross-sport parlay with a hockey favorite that could that I might possibly like. Maybe the Carolina Hurricanes, if you, if you want to do that. Probably about an even money parlay. I don't calculate the math right in front of me, but maybe you 
parlay the Twins with with another favorite and try to see if you can get a plus money two-team parlay. I have been brave, and I bet the Twins often this season, not making a whole lot of money off them, but I went back to the well and laid minus 195 with Berrios over the struggling Orioles this afternoon. The Padres are at the Brewers. Joe Musgrove against Corbin Burns, and a good pitching matchup on Monday was Snell versus Woodruff, and another beauty here today, Wes. Milwaukee, they snapped San Diego's nine-game winning streak on Monday, and they're favored to make it two in a row here this afternoon. Brew crew on the money line, about minus 125 here at BetMGM, six and a half. Again, more indicative of another good pitching matchup with that total. Another good pitching matchup here tonight with these two. 247 and 247 are the ERA and XFIP numbers on Joe Musgrove. So absolutely dead even. So what you've seen is what you've gotten so far. Corbin Burns, 179 on the ERA, 136 on the XFIP. So he has he has been terrific. Padres obviously are on this hot start, but Joe Musgrove still solid numbers. But he's taken a step back from the April that he had to start the season a little bit when he had that no-hitter. Of course, his ERA was 2.84 runs higher in May than it was in March-April. Been consistent, whether it's been on the home or the road, but the XFIP, as I mentioned, the same as the ERA. I just think you've seen a little bit of regression out of Musgrove. However, it's kind of a clash here because you've got the Milwaukee Brewers who are near bottom of the barrel in offense. Second worst offensive war wins above replacement in all of baseball. They're really low against right-handed pitching in a lot of these categories, batting average, slugging percentage, on-base percentage. I don't even need to go any more deep, knee-deep in the weeds with the analytics, but Corbin Burns maybe can make up for that. He's actually been better on the road than he's been at home this season. So was kind of looking at this and seeing if I could maybe capitalize a little bit on the Joe Musgrove uh, regression, and that's what I think I'm probably going to do here. The money has moved to the Brewers' side now, 125, I believe, at BetMGM. But anything in that range, if I think like 120 to 125, I still think is bettable, and I do like the Brewers here in the spot. I think it's a good price for the home team here. I, I, I lean a little bit to the Padres, but I'm not going to get involved. I've been betting on Joe Musgrove a lot, and again, like you say, that was April. Uh, this is now almost June. We will see if it holds up here and you go back to this series at Petco, I believe the Brewers swept the uh, Padres earlier this year at mm-hmm. Petco. If I, maybe, maybe the that Padres... was a series after that Dodgers series. Right, yes. right. I think the Brewers may have taken two out of three, but took the first two of three in that series. I can't quite recall, but uh, the point is the Brewers have had their way with San Diego. The Dodgers at the Astros, 5-10 Pacific, 8-10 Eastern. Another good pitching matchup here. little renewal of the World Series. Clayton Kershaw facing Zach. Zach Grinke and Los Angeles, they have returned to form. They've won seven in a row, just a half game back of the Padres in the National League West. Houston, meanwhile, coming off of being swept by their in-state rival Texas Rangers, Kershaw and Dodger Blue, a short favorite here this evening on the road, West minus 115 at BetMGM, eight and a half for your total. And I actually think that the value might be with the Astros here is kind of the small home underdog here. L.A. obviously has won 11 of the last 12, despite the fact that they don't have Bellinger, despite the fact that they don't have Corey Seager nor A.J. Pollock. But they have been beaten up on a little bit of bad teams here. They've beaten the Mariners, who've been slumping. The Marlins don't really have any consistent offense. They swept the Diamondbacks, who have really fallen on hard times. Did take care of the Giants. They did, and that was the only really good team 
and took care of a, a really good pitching staff. These Giants guys have had really good numbers and the Dodgers were able to hit. But now I think this is a little bit of a step up here against the Houston Astros. And you look at how Kershaw has been of late here in May. 550 ERA in four starts, seven earned runs over the last two outings, only went 12 innings in those starts. Now, Kershaw was striking out, guys. He did strike out 19 hitters in those games, but I I think it kind of masks a little bit in terms of how he's been pitching. And keep in mind, those two starts were against Arizona and Miami, two of the worst offenses in all of Major League Baseball. Meanwhile, the Astros absolutely continue to hit. They lead the league in contact rate 83%. No team has struck out really over the last two weeks at a lower clip than Houston. I think they've only been striking out like somewhere around 15% of the time. And you've got Zach Greinke who doesn't have the overwhelming stuff anymore, but he's a real estate agent. Location, location, location. And he ranks uh, very high in terms of balls that aren't hard hit against him. High in walk rate. The strikeouts are down, but you're not going to strike out as many when you're 37 years old. But he still controls games. He still really knows how to pitch. And I think uh, the Astros, they're, they're just hitting so well. And I think that this is a step up for the Dodgers here. Houston, by the way, uh, is, uh, you know, they really hit left-handers very well, too. So they get Clayton Kershaw, a left-hander tonight. So I would be on the Houston Astros. I'm probably going to ride that. It has dropped a little bit from the opener, but you could still get even money with a good home underdog here. I like Houston. Yeah, I didn't play it, but I lean that way as well. Real quick here, let's get to one more that we did touch on with Will Hill, too, and that's the Cardinals at the White Sox. Good pitching matchup once again. Jack Flaherty taking on Lucas Giolito, and uh, Chicago got back into the win column on Monday after having been swept by those pinstripers, the New York Yankees, over the weekend. The Redbirds have now dropped two in a row. White Sox a decent-sized favorite here behind Giolito at home, minus 145 on the money line, and then that total that Will Hill talked about is at eight. Giolito is getting the money here, despite the fact that I think everybody now knows Jack Flaherty's secrets out that he's eight. No. <laughs> and uh, look, and like I said, with Will Hill, eight, no is eight. No, but Giolito, a lot of expectations kind of struggled a little bit out of the gate. Hasn't been bad, but hasn't really been great. 368 on the XFIP though, as opposed to 435 on the ERA. So I think he's going to get some positive regression. Meanwhile, Jack Flaherty, 253 ERA is very good, but 391 on the XFIP is actually very accurate average despite the fact that he's eight no I like the White Sox here minus a dollar 35 I do too I think they're the better team and the pitching matchup maybe is a wash I think the White Sox are a pretty darn good team we'll talk about some NBA player props in the next segment got a couple of games on the hardwood three games on the hardwood tonight and we'll see if we can find some money to be made in the prop market as we roll on right here on the Lombardi line At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, forward, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Back inside the Lombardi line, presented by BetMGM, Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you on a Tuesday, driving into the prop market for the games on the hardwood tonight as a part of the NBA playoff action. And I want to jump into the earliest game, Wes. That will be the Boston Celtics taking on the Brooklyn Nets. Game two of their series, of course, the Nets lead the series one game to zero. And if you look at the Boston side there, and of course, these are points, assists, rebounds, and three pointers the book will throw up a number you can choose to go under or over that number Jason Tatum and you talked about this earlier in the program if he can you know have a breakout game where he's going to go for 50 or something look at the number on Tatum 30 and a half you can go under or over that seven and a half rebounds three and a half assists three and a half three pointers and of all the props on the Boston side here, I, I kind of went towards the road you were bringing up in an earlier segment in the program. I think this could be the spot where Tatum maybe does go over 30 and a half points. Certainly doable. And, and then it's predicated on the total at 227, which I do like for the over. And if they're going to get over that, you're going to have to have Jason Tatum, I think, really produce here. First game, he only had, I believe, 22 points, six of 20 shooting. That is not going to get it done. This is going to be a very short series if those are the numbers he is going to put up. But on the Brooklyn side, I would maybe be looking at a couple different angles here, and it would be kind of avoiding the big three, uh, to be honest with you. One thing I would look at is maybe Joe Harris. He's kind of the forgotten man a little bit in that lineup, and he's a very good shooter, particularly from three-point range. Uh, 
Uh, in terms of amount of shot attempts, he actually led qualified shooters in the NBA with 47.5% from behind the arc this season, which means he averages 3.1 makes on 6.4 attempts per game. So while that's not a big volume, you could look at maybe his three-pointers or if you elect to go with the points at over 11.5. That's what I would look at. And then I noticed something uh, at the bottom there with Blake Griffin. I don't know necessarily if I want to go under Griffin's props. I would certainly lean that way, but if you want to play the Griffins under props without betting the Griffin under props, you would maybe want to bet the Claxton and Jeff Green props over because as we saw with Blake Griffin, he didn't play a lot in the second half. He played 20 minutes in the game and it was basically Green and Claxton that were kind of playing that pseudo five spot for Brooklyn, so that might be the way I would play the Griffin under is to play the other guys over. The one I looked at did involve the big three, and that's James Harden West. His three-point total is one and a half that seems low you got to believe this guy's going to chuck up a few shots and if he makes two of them you win well he shot eight of them on game one and made two of them in a very low scoring game so i wouldn't necessarily disagree with that assessment all right let's take a look at the battle out west between the mavericks and the los angeles clippers game two here as well with dallas up one game to none on los angeles luka Doncic, his point total is 28 and a half his rebounds at seven and a half his assists at nine and a half and three pointers at two and a half. Paul George on the other side for Los Angeles. Both he and Kawhi, their point uh, point total at 26 and a half. Anything jump out to you here on either side of the ledger here? Yeah, was looking at this, I think the Doncic props, it's so hard to hit the props with like the really obvious premium players yeah. and the stars at this standpoint. Doncic, by the way, did have 31, 10, and 11 for a triple-double in game one. So maybe look to see if Porzingis bounced back mm-hmm. here in this game because he, he had, had like, what, 13? He had 14. 14. He was 4, 13, and only four rebounds. So maybe looking at Porzingis, potentially, I think probably on the points would be the way I would go here. I would expect a bounce back game there. The George, I wanted to play over, but if you look, Paul George had 23 points for the game, so it's like he really didn't have a bad game, but the first half he was awful. He only had seven points, was shooting the ball very poorly. They eventually got to put up some numbers in the second half. I like, uh, as far as Doncic, the points are really tough for me at 28 and a half. Would you say he had 31, Mm -hmm. had a triple double Mm -hmm. in game one. I kind of lean towards going over in the assists at nine and a half. You yeah. got to figure the Clipper defense is going to clamp down on him. He may be forced to distribute the ball. I, if I was going to do anything with Doncic, I'd go over on the assists. And you talk about George uh, as far as his point total. I would lean towards the over on points for Kawhi Leonard. Uh, they have to have this game, obviously. They're going to need their star to produce. I would expect maybe him to go over 26 and a half points. And real quick here, anything between the Los Angeles Lakers and Phoenix Suns jump out at you? Anthony Davis, LeBron James, both at 24 and a half points. LeBron under assists here. I think LeBron is going to be taking a lot of the shots tonight and putting the weight on himself to go ahead and get this series even. We talked about how good LeBron is in a bounce-back situation in the playoffs. Going to be a lot more points and rebounds and assists for LeBron tonight. All right, that makes a lot of sense. Good angle there. All right, we will talk some hockey next with our man Lou Finicaro when we return right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network.
The NHL and the NBA playoffs are here, and our experts are covering every angle to find betting edges. VEASAN hockey expert Andy McNeil is tracking all the NHL action, and our senior NBA analyst Jonathan Von Tobel has all the hoops in sights. Our experts and the entire VEASAN team give you all the tools to make the most of every bet on the playoffs, including odds and analysis for every game up at vcin.com And our daily members-only best bet emails. Now's the time to cash in on the playoffs. Sign up for a 10-day free trial at vcin.com slash subscribe. Lou Finicaro now joins us, a UFC specialist, and also that in postseason hockey. Lou, you tipped me on the Islanders and the Minnesota Wild last night. Thank you very much for that, my friend. The Toronto Maple Leafs and the Montreal Canadiens are back on the ice tonight. Of course, this is a back-to-back after Toronto got past the Canadiens 2-1 on Monday night to take a 2-1 series lead. And the Canadiens, a really big dog here in this bounce-back game, a crucial spot for Montreal to try and even this series, Lou. And are you headed towards that big dog spot? I, I know you're a dog player typically, and this one's pretty juicy. I will be. Uh, What I really want to track and try and be consistent on is uh, the fact that I'm after uh, closing line uh, value. So I want to beat openers. The Canadians open 55. And so, and it's early in the day. Uh, I'm quite confident based on what I'm seeing so far that Toronto is going to get plenty of action and I'm going to be able to realize closing line value with Montreal in a game tonight that I seem to think is going to be simply an extension of what they did last night. In in a bunch of two-to-one games uh, in this series, you ask any hockey enthusiast who's got the edge or where the taint in the ice is going to be in a game that only scores two, three goals, they're going to tell you that's Montreal and that's what I'm going to tell you as well. These teams aren't scoring goals. Uh, I, I think the law of Felino and Tavares to uh, the, the uh, Toronto team is somewhat affecting them. And I look for Montreal to eventually score some goals. So I think Montreal's live tonight, but I'm not going to play 155. I'm going to be patient. That line will go up. Brady, I like the point that Lou brought up there about closing line value. We kind of discussed that a little bit earlier. It's kind of like you either want to be the steam or you want to fade the steam. I think when you're getting into these playoff markets and you're certainly seeing the steam come on Toronto, and I thought that that line was a little bit high as we have the steam effect there on the on the graphic. Nice job by the crew here, the crack staff here at VSIN. But now you're going to see Montreal, I think, become a bigger dog here throughout the day. So I'd be with Lou on the Montreal Canadiens but other series tonight going to get started a little later and that's Nashville and Carolina and speaking of steam Carolina has certainly gotten the steam now up to 190 at BetMGM even two dollars in some other spots pivotal game five here Lou we kind of saw it similar last night with the Islanders and the Penguins when you get that two to two more often than not the situation is going to vary I'm going to look to the under and I'm kind of looking that way in this game wasn't sure what to do on the side I think this is Carolina's game home team Teams 4-0 in this series, but that's a big number to lay. It's a big number. It's already gained in value. This this road dog is presenting closing value. They've just uh, they've just won two straight games, and in all four of these games, there's been goals. Uh, Saros, the goaltender for the Preds, 
He's faced 181 shots in these four games, 117 in the last two games. Uh, I I think you have to address these game by game and situation by situation. And while I think that the low goals continues in Montreal and Toronto, uh, I'm firmly uh, of the opinion that there's going to be goals in this game. Uh, Nashville's feeling it. I think Soros could be a little bit weathered after facing that much uh uh, that many shots and Carolina's played a little loosey goosey and been in the in the penalty box. Uh, I see goals in this game and uh, again a patient approach. I'm not afraid of Nashville on the road at all. This is a critical important game and can uh, Carolina feel the pressure and can Toronto feel the pressure because those are the two teams feeling the pressure going into these games tonight and as far as Carolina is concerned 2-2 uh, two -two series here the team that takes the 3-2 lead wins series in uh, NHL history 79% of the time so this is a real important game in Carolina tonight. Looking ahead, Lou, you've got Florida down 3-2 to Tampa Bay, Vegas up 3-2 on Minnesota, and Pittsburgh down 3-2 to the New York Islanders. Any conviction here on any of these as far as where your money might be headed looking forward? Well, we talked about pressure just a couple sentences ago, and so I'm going to go to pressure as far as tomorrow's games. Vegas got to be feeling pressure. They they can't let Minnesota get back into this thing. Meanwhile, Minnesota feels like they hit the lottery. Down 3-1, now going home down 3-2 to two as well. Florida, you know, Tampa's been beat an NHL series in a bunch of different manners, ways, shapes, and form. How how uh, ironic would it be if a young 20-year-old goaltender came in and sparked Florida? Florida's down 3-2 and two in a series that Quinville, in my opinion, has made every wrong move. So I think Florida is real dangerous based on the pressure that uh, Tampa is going to be feeling. And I think Vegas is going to be on, in some pressure as well. And I have them in a series play. Couple of uh, scenarios here you just mentioned. I want to go to the goaltenders here, Lou. You mentioned Spencer Knight, the young 20-year-old, on the verge of elimination, youngest goaltender ever in Stanley Cup playoff history on the verge of elimination, gets him home last night. Same thing kind of with the Islanders and the Penguins now. Sorokin is 3-0 and in this series. Varlamov 0-2. Does Quenville and Trotz, respectively, stick with the hot goaltenders at this standpoint? I don't think you can go back to the other guys. Uh, in the case of Quenville, there's no question the the kids in net. There's I think there even though it hasn't been substantiated, the kids in net. As far as New York is concerned, Trotz runs his own show, and I'm willing to 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 play that whatever he decides. I'm okay with. Uh, I think that's the one where you could see a change, even though I don't expect one. All right, my friend. Well, great stuff. Enjoy the hockey talk with you, as always. And is there another UFC card this weekend? No UFC this weekend. Only Puck Passion. Brady, he gets a week off, Brady. Finally, they run a show every darn weekend over there, but there have been some great fights lately. Well, uh, Lou, we'll just put the UFC on ice this week. <laughs> Sounds great, along with a few other things. I see, I see what you did there. <laughs> All right, my friend, great stuff. You enjoy the rest of your day. Wes and I will come back here shortly and wrap up the show with a little bit of baseball talk. We've also got some Aaron Rodgers news. Did you see that interview last night? I did with the one, the only Kenny Main, proud UNLV graduate. Absolutely. We'll see what the odds are as far as which team Aaron Rodgers is going to throw the football for in 2021. We'll be right back right here on the Lombardi Line. <laughs> 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote hey guys it is ryan i'm not sure if you know this about me but i'm a bit of a fun fanatic when i can i like to work but i like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step on the court with BetMGM for a chance to win $100 in free bets when you place a $1 wager on any player to win the French Open in Paris. If any player serves an ace, you win $100 in free bets. Just use the bonus code VSIN100 and get your slice of the live betting action with BetMGM. It's a new customer offer paid in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, Washington, D.C., or West Virginia only. It excludes Michigan dissociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, Virginia and Washington, D.C. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania and West Virginia. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa in Tennessee. 800-889-9789 and 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. The promotional offer is not available in Nevada. Back to the Lombardi line here presented by BetMGM. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you. And we talked about Aaron Rodgers appearing on SportsCenter with Kenny Mayne. I believe that was his final show, correct? It was Kenny Mayne's swan song with the ESPN worldwide leader. Well, sad to see him go. He's always been a fun guy and entertaining and, of course, a UNLV running rebel. But Aaron Rodgers spoke about his desire to leave the Packers. He did not officially confirm that he's requested a trade. And, of course, now the odds have adjusted as far as which teams he will play for in the upcoming season. And these are courtesy of our friends at Circus Sports. The Packers remain the favorite, but the price is a little curious. Seems a little bit cheap at minus one 
140. Uh, certainly not like he's minus 1,000 to stay mm-hmm. in the green and gold there. The Broncos, the next choice at plus 350. And then it gets pretty thick after that. The Raiders, the Saints, the Dolphins, the Colts, the 49ers, and on down the line at better than 12 to 1. Yeah, and you see the Broncos, it's still kind of priced in that market. We did see the reports around the time of the draft that weekend of folks saying, hey, this is going to be a done deal that John Elway and company are going to be able to pull this off again, much like they did with Peyton Manning. Of course, Peyton Manning was released from the Indianapolis Colts, so that was a little bit more of a cleaner deal here than this would be where it would have to be some kind of trade deal. But Broncos right now at the second choice, and then the Raiders, I know that there's been a little bit of buzz about the Raiders of if they would move on from Derek Carr because I don't think they're happy or nor unhappy. I kind of think that they're in the middle right now with Derek Carr. So that's why you're seeing these prices and really seeing these odds at Circa. A lot of them at 12 and a quarter here. So that means the odds makers aren't necessarily sure where Aaron Rodgers is going to be. Green Bay is still the rightful favorite. I think maybe that they could find a way to work that out. And I, and, and look, players, I think, in their nature, everybody is different. But players, I think, by and large, some guys do take pride in staying in one place for their career and not having to be moved around unless it's something that's completely out of their control. So I think that he would like to get something done and stay where he is. He's certainly, I think, closer to another championship ring in Green Bay than really he necessarily might be in Denver or here in Las Vegas. or Probably a Miami. less competitive division. Yes. Right? Yeah, because uh, I mean, we're looking at a new quarterback in Jared Goff in Detroit. That team is in a rebuild. Don't have a lot of skill position talent around Jared Goff right now. Also with Minnesota, they kind of took a small step back last year. I still think that if Rodgers is gone from Green Bay, that would probably make Minnesota the favorite. And then what does Chicago do? If all of a sudden you get 12 out of the division, maybe Chicago is more than willing to start a rookie quarterback in Justin Fields with Jordan Love having to take the reins, not a rookie by in terms of his draft status, but would be his first year as a starter. So maybe Chicago, we talked about that with Chuck Esposito, yes. the uh, race and sports Big director Bear here. Fan. Yes, at Sunset Station, Chicago native. And he says, if 12 gets out of that division, you may see Aaron Rodgers go ahead and you know, or excuse me, the Bears go ahead and start Justin Fields right away, even though they did give Dalton $10 million. So uh, this is probably going to stay where it is. Uh, I think the momentum, at least it seems to me, over the last couple of weeks has kind of shifted a little bit toward Green Bay that he wants to get this deal done. He doesn't want to take this forever, but it's not a certainty. I think he's open to going somewhere else, but I think he's open to staying as well. All right. We will see what develops here. Michael Lombardi has really maintained for a long time that it's just about the money. He, he wants to be paid equally to some of his peers like Patrick Mahomes and what have you. We will see. Uh, it's always it, about the money. Right. Brady. It, it, absolutely. <laughs> so much of it is, right? Uh, let's look at the uh, baseball card. We've got a couple of games that we did not touch on here earlier in the hour and uh, another good one going on here in Boston at Fenway Park between the Braves and the Red Sox, 410 Pacific, 710 Eastern. It'll be Charlie Morton versus Garrett Richards. And Atlanta has won three in a row. They sit just a game back now in the National League East. And Boston, they have finally surrendered the lead in the American League East. The Tampa Bay Rays have won 11 in a row 
row, and they now lead the Bo Sox in the division by a half game. This line is really bounced around on both sides of the fence here, Wes. Here at BetMGM, it's pick them in a lot of shops. At BetMGM, the Braves a slight road favorite behind Morton at minus 115 and your total at 9.5. Charlie, my favorite Morton, now a very small road favorite here in Fenway Park tonight, and you look at Morton's numbers, 460 ERA, but 345 on the XFIP. I think some positive regression is coming. Meanwhile, on the other side, Garrett Richards, 372 ERA, 431 on the XFIP, so about a .6 difference, so maybe some regression to the negative on that side. Really what the Braves, I think, are looking for is to just maintain some consistent hitting there. Ronald Acuna Jr. has absolutely been hitting and doing his part, but some of the other guys like Freeman and the guys down the lineup also got to do their part, so I do like just on the basis of the pitching regression numbers, I do like Charlie Morton here, about a dollar nine favorite. I'm seeing him in the market. So I thought that that was a fair price. I go with the Braves. Yeah, I'm with you. I didn't play the game, but I lean that direction for sure. And it's kind of odd that Mor- Morton was such a moneymaker. He cashed a lot of tickets last and, year. And he also has a lot of familiarity now at the, on the same side. Boston has familiarity with him because, of course, Charlie Morton spent a lot of years with the Tampa Bay Rays, so he knows this lineup, but they know his tendencies as well. Nevertheless, I think Morton has some positive regression to the mean in terms of his numbers that Garrett Richards does not, so I like the Braves as a small road choice. The Indians at the Tigers, Aaron Savale against Tariq Skubal, and it's 6-1 versus 1-6, the one-loss records for Savale and Skubal. Cleveland, still a game and a half back in the American League Central of Chicago, and it seems like it's been that way for months. Detroit has lost three straight. They're home underdogs here this afternoon. Plus 120 on the money line, West Nine is your total. Scooball has not been good this year. He's been getting hit very hard. Aaron Saval, for his part, has been effective with his three main pitches, the fastball, the cutter, the curveball. Opponents are hitting under 220 against all three of those pitches. So he has been very good this year. Meanwhile, Scooball has not. He's given up 12 home runs in 38 innings. The XERA is 647. And look, Scooball is basically what he is. He's going to be a fastball pitcher. The problem is the opponent knows that, and the opponent are hitting him out of the yard against him. So Cleveland, I know, has struggled against fastballs and left-handed pitchers this season, but Scooball may be able to improve those numbers. Cleveland, in terms of the bullpen, much better. Top 10 in the league. Tigers, bottom five in the league. I actually thought this was a little bit of a cheap price on the Indians. Yeah, I lean with the Indians as well. Another game that I did not play, but uh, you and I lean in the same direction there. Did you see uh, some of these prop bets as far as the divisional races in the Stanley Cup playoffs? Who's going to emerge from which division? If you look at the West, who's going to win it? The Avalanche at minus 190, the Golden Knights at plus 170, and then the Minnesota Wild, a big long shot at 20 to 1. And then you've got in the Central Division, this is kind of fun, who will the finalists be the lightning versus the hurricanes the lightning versus the predators and of course prices associated with each one if you take a look at this west and you go back to the north division here the maple leafs of course a heavy favorite to emerge how about the jets keep riding that underdog hot hand there the jets at plus 210 to win the north division anything in any of these markets that catches your eye yeah, I was looking a little bit, and I'll start with the West with the Avs at 190. That's where you kind of got to anticipate, okay, is that going to be the series price? 
between them and the Golden Knights there you when, go. when it opens. And I don't know if it's going to be. I think it might be a little bit more narrow in terms of the spread between those two teams I would agree. when you open the series price. So I thought Plus the Golden Knights seem to be that team that's always kind of shaded a little bit, right? Yeah. And so if anything, if you were going to bet that, I'd be looking Golden Knights at 170, even though I think the Avalanche are the better team. Mm-hmm. And they proved it, I think, during the regular season. I still thought that price was high based on the series price I think you're going to get. I think in the series, maybe you'll see Avalanche open like 170 or 160. And then I think you'll see the Knights continue to get the money, especially out here in Vegas, as they always do. So that spread's going to narrow. I thought 190 was a little bit high. And then I look in the uh, in the Canadian division. I don't think two to one is necessarily a bad price on the Winnipeg Jets. A little over two to one. They get the 4-0 sweep. A lot of people that we talked to really liked them late in the season and liked the hockey they were playing. Even though Edmonton kind of owned them in the regular season, we saw a 4-0 sweep from the Winnipeg Jets. And we have a Toronto Maple Leafs team that now is going to be without John Tavares, at least uh, mm-hmm. for the very near future. I'm not sure if he's going to be done for the rest of the year, but he's done for at least a while right now with uh, not only the concussion but the knee injury so you have a Maple Leafs teams that aren't really scoring goals right now and you've got a Winnipeg team with a bunch of confidence so Winnipeg at plus 210 I didn't think looked bad there how about an exact matchup in the central the Panthers versus the Hurricanes the Panthers would have to win two straight over the Tampa Bay Lightning the Hurricanes would have to win two straight over the Predators almost five to one plus 475 I don't mind that price yeah but but we're gonna see with Florida I think uh, as we talked about with Lou Finicaro last segment, we are going to have to have the kid in net down there in Florida. It's got to be Spencer Knight. I think there's no turning back. But now Spencer Knight, at all of 20 years old and 35 days, now has to go on the road to play the Tampa Bay Lightning. That's a different. That's a different tread here when you're going on the road. When you save and you're uh, you save elimination, and that was a big win for them. Now you got to do it on the road. That's going to be a tough task. Monday it was Spencer's night. We'll see if it is Spencer's week going forward for the Florida Panthers. That's going to do it for us. Next up the nuts with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw right here on VSIN. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.